Press the button, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, uh, fuck the Supreme Court. I'm gonna go Supreme ahead and start with that. Fuck the Supreme Court. It's on my mind every we day. We were just talking about how <laughs> our protest ideas. <laughs> our would protest be, ideas. Would it be easier to hug a Supreme Court justice or a billionaire? Yeah. And I think it would be easier to hug a Supreme Court justice just because, like, they go to restaurants like regular people sometimes. Yeah, they go to so, Morton's. Like, yeah, sometimes. And, and then complain that they should be able to eat without protesters gathering around. Maybe um, you should just not do things that make everybody. Yeah, mad. for a while, like you know, uh, you know, easy it is to not do things that make everyone hate you. It's like everybody. It is so easy. You're like what? Seventy percent of the country hates my decisions. Yeah, Why whoa, are you guys no. mad at me? Fuck mm. off. Fuck the Supreme Court. Big stupid. Fuck the Supreme Court. Um, but yeah, I think it would just be. I think it would be easier to hug a Supreme Court justice than hug a billionaire. Oh my! All right, let me think about this. They've got too much. Sec- billionaires got too much security. Who do you think is the hardest billionaire to hug? Uh, Jeffrey Bezos. Yeah, yeah, or Zuckerberg. Jeffrey Bezos. Jeffrey Bezos can literally like, go to space. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos would be harder to hug because he like he just. I don't know. I feel like. He's the only one of the billionaires that I would be, I would be like, I don't know if I want to fight that guy. He looks pretty, like, you can't have that much money and not, one, pick up some moves, and two, look, like, be in physical, good physical uh, health. Bezos? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and there's that, there was that picture of him on the yacht. Plus, he probably gets the most insane medical treatments in the entire world that Dude, make him yeah. age, like, much slower exactly, than Exactly, yeah. Zuckerberg, I just feel like, I don't know, he might be a robot. So How I'm old like, is, I, is Jeffrey the dragon right he's now? He's got to be, like, 50-something. He right? is fifty eight. Nice. We he, probably realistically have another forty to fifty years yeah. of Jeff Bezos on this planet. Dude, yeah, a hundred. Oh, if bro, <laughs> dude, that's lowballing it. Yeah. Like at least a hundred. He's <laughs> definitely doing that, like oxygen therapy, telomere yeah. lengthening processes. He's definitely taking like mm-hmm. the harvested stem cells of babies that he just slathers on his skin to look a little younger every day. Yeah, and uh, he's. I mean, and it probably, yeah, has, like, the best diet and yeah, uh, yeah, no, physics. Yeah, 100%. He probably is going to live another 50, yeah. 60 years. Um, I looked up Mark Zuckerberg in public, right? Just, there's not a lot of pictures. No, fuck no, bro. Because, <laughs> there's no candid photos. Because he started, he started Facebook in college, and, like, it just took off from there. So he's never really been, like, you know, um, he's never really been one to be out in the public. Elon Musk, on the other hand, divorced dad energy. So, like, he's, you know... He, I did... I feel like Elon would be the easiest to hug. Mark Zuckerberg, candid photo. No, hard, no real results. There's, like, this one. That's it. That's the only real picture nope. of Mark yeah. Zuckerberg that exists. <laughs> hey, he'll never... Yeah, you're right. Facebook. All right, let's try... Let's see. Elon Musk, Elon Musk it would be the easiest billionaire to hug. I feel like there's probably some. Oh my god, that picture is not candid. What the, the Elon Musk shares candid photo? Oh, no, he doesn't. No, Shut no. up. There's no pictures of him being candid. Yeah, either. it's all planned. Yeah, um, I feel like Elon Musk is the type of nerd to pack some heat, but also like, I don't know. I feel like he may he might know how to use it. He just nah. 
He's I a don't, nerd baby loser. Yeah. I, he probably I, thinks he can do kung fu. Yeah. <laughs> he fucking cannot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, I watch hella anime. Yeah, the my favorite my favorite meme is the divorced dad meme of Elon Musk. He's like yeah. Elon Musk was born divorced. Like <laughs> paying the Simpsons to say your name and like say you're a cool dude. Oh, I know. That's divorced dad energy, bro. Plus that whole SNL disaster. Oh, that's oh bad. Yeah, so yeah. cringe. I just like I like I feel like maybe if he wasn't so cringe on the internet he'd be like a cool dude or but... if he wasn't like a right wing asshole yeah that too or, or if he didn't like keep having sex with his employees yeah that too um, and having tw- and, why does he keep making twins and What's also that about? also making your significant other dye their hair blonde and stick to a certain image that you like um, but if you want to send us a Tesla, by all means, go ahead. I'll take it. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'd be cool. I'll probably sell it because I don't want the autopilot to kill me on the highway. That's fine. You can kill me. I don't care. <laughs> Just fucking murder it's me. It's not in my hands. That yeah. means it's not yep. sewer slot. It's in Elon Musk's <laughs> hands now. <laughs> uh, did anything... Oh, wait. What's the date? <sighs> Two more days, bro. Oh, yeah. The pictures Two of the Two more up. days until we get the James Webb pictures. Yeah, speaking of James Webb pictures, I watched The Wailing and it wasn't that scary. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's yeah. talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were you were telling me on the phone that you can't get off on movies unless they're virtually tweaking your nipples while they electrocute <laughs> your nuts. Yeah, because you need full scary spoof. Um, it's I told you the movie is like Hereditary, where it's not like ah! all the time. But it's Hereditary, just a long, slow, no, creepy burn. No, Hereditary was scary though. Like Hereditary, you know, it made me feel something. The Wailing didn't. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not lying. It was a good movie. Like, I enjoyed it. Yeah, like I would watch right. it again. But All like, right. it as long wasn't as said scary. It was a good movie. And like, it, you know, it's the, called a horror film. Yeah, the the cliffhanger at the end was like, you know, sort of not cliffhanger, but like the twist at the end. I was like, oh, you know, I didn't know either. I was like, is she the demon? Is yeah. he the demon? Like, what's yeah. going on here? And then, because yeah. at first I was certain, I was like, she, she's not the demon. It no wasn't way. hard to predict. Yeah, movie. and then I was like, oh, fuck, hold on a minute now. And uh, then, I really liked all of the, the uh, like, insight into the Korean lore, like, magic, yeah. supernatural world thing. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty crazy. The That exorcism ritual was like, pretty intense i I was like Mm -hmm. i was gripped by that scene and also when the shaman guy shows up and she's like makes him like his nosebleed and vomit everywhere um what does that mean that like shaman guy is with it is on the demon side or because it seemed like his ritual of expelling the demon was working it was it was yeah. Because at first you think he's like a hack. You're like, this guy don't know shit, bro. Dude, and that um, was what was cool is like it was going on and you're like, oh, wait, is this real? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Um. So, uh, yeah, and it's like you're like, oh, is this guy a fake? And then it shows the demon guy and you're like, oh, okay, no, it's actually working. Um. And then, but when she goes, he like goes to the dude's house to like try to warn him. She's like, you need to get out of here. Like, why wouldn't you just let the guy that you trusted, that he that he trusted tell him that the demon's not dead or whatever. I don't know. Or yeah. maybe, no, I don't know. Maybe he was trying to, because he was trying to tell him that she was the demon when yeah. she wasn't. So yeah. she was like, yeah. get out of here. I yeah. guess that's fair. And uh, that movie only had an $8 million budget. Like, it wasn't like a huge production, but it felt like a, yeah, like it was a, a good, yeah. well put together movie, especially for one that is two and a half hours long. 
Yeah, that's true. That's wild. That's fucking crazy, dude. That's a good, yeah, good job. Yeah, it's a long fucking Like, to know the context of that, that's essentially, I mean, that's like almost a low budget film. Yeah. And Hollywood stakes, that's a low budget film. Yeah. I turned, I thought it was really cool. You got, maybe, okay, so now I recommend The Burning. It's not a horror, it's it's a thriller. It's kind of like a Gone Girl vibes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, That's a really cool movie. That's really, I like that one a lot. Okay, a lot of yeah, a lot of twists and turns, and you're like, I don't know who's telling the truth, kind of shit. It's really good. I do movie. like movies like that that keep you guessing. Where you're like, uh, this could be. I yeah, don't know. it felt like a movie that if we put only white people in it instead of Korean people, it would be like starring uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. Dude, there's a. <laughs> That's what it felt like. So we watched this movie called Raccoon Valley. And Raccoon Valley, and the title screen was it was you know like the credits where it's like produced by so and so. The first, the only title card was written, produced, scored, and everything else that you do for a movie by this one guy. And we were like, you will watch any. We were like, this is not a good sign. (laughs) You will watch any. We've already we've already watched the good stuff, so it's like gotta go to the bad. Yeah, I'm gonna go watch a five out of ten movie yeah. on IMDb. Uh, yeah, absolutely. With um, when you Google it, the cast is three people. Yes, yes. And so sometimes you find hidden gems. But it was funny because we watched this movie, so it sent us down this rabbit hole of like trying to find this dude's like other movies. Um so around the time Inception came out, he released a movie called Interception. Um are you still connected to the board? Uh, probably. I want you to pull up Interception trailer. Okay. And play it for them because it's so funny. The whole thing, uh, not Interceptor, Interception. Yeah, there because oh. there's there's this one scene where <laughs> this dude's like Interception. There's this dude's like, "Who are you?" And this girl's like, "I I'm Sarah." And it's like she's like, "I'm a cop." <laughs> Hold on, is it this? Uh, yes, it is. Okay. Yes, I believe where so. Should I go in the video? Hold on, just. Scrubbing, scrubbing. Let me find the... What the fuck? Hold on. Let me find the... I, the one comment on this is very different from what I remember. I didn't see Leonardo DiCaprio in yeah, there. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> but the movie itself was hard to understand, just like I remember. Just like I remember. Um, Have you ever seen The Bay? No, huh? That's a, uh, you know, I don't know. I guess you just kind of call it a monster movie, but it's like supposed to be kind of horror. But it's all... It was made in... 2012 but as like a like what we know well of the like constant camera format like what we were watching but with 2012 technology so it's like the town blog and like webcams yeah it it was actually a pretty cool movie it was another and it's not rated very well in imdb but you know it's like a low budget kind of project film it was kind of cool it was fuck can i find this goddamn trailer i don't care dude just start from the beginning i don't give a fuck all right all right is it playing in the board? Is it? It didn't sound like it was. I was, I swear to God, I fucking just looked at this shit. Uh, it says I'm paired. Oh, only thing I can find is Inception stuff. I f- wait. Do you not think this is the trailer? It, no, that's the trailer. Oh, okay, that's one hundred percent the trailer. Okay, there we go. On the bridge, looked over the side, saw the victim laying in the creek below. So good. This does not look good. It's good. It's all made by one guy. That's correct. I can tell. It's a pair of brothers, apparently. This means the real disc is still out there somewhere. This is so good. Hold on. 
The format is like ultra wide and thin. This yeah. is the full screen. Hello? Why? I'm one ally. <laughs> Who are you? I'm Sarah. <laughs> Hold on. I'm a cop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, that's really good. Oh yeah, but I can't. I want to watch it, but I can't find it anywhere. I can't find it on. It's the interception was on DVD at Netflix. It says. Dude, I've I've scoured. Just get a Netflix I've, DVD. Yeah. <laughs> do they even still do that? Dude, I don't. No, absolutely not. They don't oh, do okay, that. I'm yeah. gonna have to eBay a copy of this fucking movie. Um, so Is, I can. I watch mean, it. honestly, dude. Reach out to Will, John Will Clay, dude. I, yeah, like we send me his copy. or like, where can I get it? I'm I just, sure they'd just be like, oh, it's right here. I just hope he doesn't take his movie too seriously, because like I'm like, this is hilarious, bro. Like, Speaking this is... as a, a close friend of a actor in a famous ultra horrible B movie, uh, they don't take it seriously. They well, know, they're no, they're he doesn't. You don't know that this guy. This could be his magnum opus. He's like, this is my peak work of all time. That's true. Um. He made so he made these movies called the Blackwell Ghosts as well, um, that have been I've seen all over Amazon Prime, um, which surprised me. I'm looking at their shit. Their oh, so I clicked six on of them on their page. Oh no, it was just something. Uh, they were when I click on shop on website at Cinema Epoch, because that's the link when you yeah. from their page from the YouTube video. It takes me to a Blu-ray called Samurai Cop 2 Deadly Vengeance <laughs> starring Tommy Wiseau. No shit. Tommy Wiseau, or maybe he's just in it, but yeah, he's definitely in the movie. That's so tight. Because um, this dude's movie, he made this movie called The Blackwell Ghost, and they got six of them out. The Blackwell Ghost 6 has a 7.1 out of 10 uh, on IMBD. How many, how many reviews, though? Um, 82. That's not bad. It's not terrible. That's, no, it's the normal distribution. It's, yeah, better. But it's also enough that one single person determined enough could just speak that themselves. Yeah, but but to give themselves a seven. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I can't cheat. This yeah, too no, much. I don't. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want people to think that it's fake because it would definitely be fake. I'm trying. It's so like I'm, a found footage horror film. Okay. Oh, that's I'm what I was it. trying to name. That's what the bay is. Found footage. Like, but like but recorded footage, so. 2012 style, so it was. It feels kind of dated and old, and that's kind of cool. I watched uh, the Paranormal Activity four the other night, the one with the girl and the laptop and the dude. It was pretty good. I think four. Holy shit! Yeah, really? they made a ton of them. Yeah. Oh my yeah. god. Um, I think I find it very. Uh, um, god, these fucking nails. I have one. You really do just watch every single horror. Movie. Yeah, I do. Yeah, because I've watched them all. So it's like You're I'm weird. trying to fucking You're a weird fucking guy. Um, so I I find it very impressive when uh, oh, this dude did not age well. Good god. Um, I find it very impressive when people get down teenager conversations very well like yeah, when it, when it doesn't that. sound and, like uh, fucking stupid and there was i know i know there was a movie where Slenderman. i was like man yeah they yeah, yeah, yeah they did that it, movie yeah. sucked ass but the the, the teenage dialogue would people, go yeah. yeah um so um i find it very like uh like you know good when they get teenage dialogue down because it's so hard for like for some reason for adults to be like so they have like booyah bro. i mean it's that, good though yeah because i don't want them to be hanging out with a bunch of kids fucking and know, like, no. they sound yeah. like a fucking creep exactly weirdo. exactly 
Um, so they did that. That was a good thing they did. And Paranormal Activity Four wasn't a bad movie. They did a good job on that one. I'm sure it didn't get good ratings. Um, I was gonna check. I just because it's not like I won't watch the four point six on IMBD. It's not like I don't watch the movie if it's badly rated, but it does influence my likelihood too. It doesn't influence me at all. If I don't like a scary movie, I don't want to watch a shitty one. It doesn't influence me in the slightest. I don't want to watch shitty in the slightest because I don't watch movies like I used to. So now I want movies. Well, when you've watched every other horror movie there is, you just kind of. I'm telling you, got to watch overseas movies now. Yeah, have you seen Raw? So, uh, Mm-mm. that's another one. We watched it's a, Belgian. so we watched this movie called Alone and it was like a zombie movie of this guy trapped in his apartment. And then there was a Korean adaptation called hashtag alive. That one I saw. It was the Korean one. Phenomenal. Cool. Super good. It was a cool. Super good. Movie. The American one, literally dog shit. It was like. This dude, it was so bad. Don't spoil it for me, because I might check it out. Well, I'm, I'm just going to tell you the differences. So in the American okay. one, of course, the dude is like the, I've got to save this girl across the apartment from me. Like, she's the damsel in distress, and she's oh, useless like without me. Movie, right? No, it is a zombie movie. Um, he's Oh, when? Alone? What? Let me see. I'm looking at the wrong thing. You're I'm wrong. Sure. Type in alone zombie. Oh, okay. I was like, a um, kidnapped widow is pursued by a cold-blooded killer. No, 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 no. When does a zombie come in? No, no, no. It is a zombie movie. Um, zombie. Okay. Yeah, it's a 2020. It's 2020. They came out in the same year. They came out in the same year. That's They're confusing. both from a script adaptation. Like, there's a script that they both bought. Oh. Basically. Um, so, this dude. Uh, you watch this? Movie? Yeah, dude. This dude, Aiden, was like, is like this fucking bro. Like, he's like this bachelor. And he, the one, the beginning of he wakes up with this girl on his bed and he's like oh yeah fucking what a night blah blah I was like shut up bitch like fuck off like, I'd oh, beat your ass if I saw you in person for real um, but in the fucking Korean one the dude's like a streamer and like the girl that lives across the apartment that he starts communicating with is like this badass like survival girl like she's like like in the in the American one he's like I gotta go save this girl she's getting attacked I gotta jump over and save her and in the Korean one she's like the streamer's like alright I'm gonna go over there and save her and she's just jumped out so jumps yeah. out her window and starts fucking Everybody beating the shit Zombies, like, super oh, capable. Yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. that about the yeah. hashtag alive movie. Yeah, I'm it, looking at the the what is this poster for the movie, and it's the it's not a very well photoshopped poster, but it says first the pandemic, then the zombies. What hashtag <laughs> alone? And incredibly, Donald Sutherland is in this movie. Yeah, he's the uh, what? He's yeah, I remember that. He's the he's what the old guy. Old. Donald Sutherland is in this movie? I don't want to give it away too much, um, but it's, yeah, he's a bad guy. Uh, I don't remember this guy ever using a shotgun in this movie for this Yeah, poster. the poster looks um, Also, Tyler Posey that play is the guy that plays Aiden. If you ever listen to our podcast, I just uh, you're probably a cool dude, but I just didn't like you in that movie. They, <laughs> it's all right. They made you seem like a douchebag, I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I feel like we would not get along if you were that character. <laughs> uh <laughs> Who's uh, who's like an actor who has a character that you don't think you'd get along with? But not like their one actor or their one character in a movie. I mean like who they are. You know how Ryan Reynolds is a character himself? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Who's an actor who comes off you'd be like, nah. That I don't think I would get along nah. with? Um, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like maybe Miles Teller. Miles Teller, which one? He's he? the dude that in the new Top oh, Gun movie. Oh yeah, really? I don't know if I get along with him. I but I think I'm using. I think my judgment's swaying me. Like I, th- I feel like because I get what you're saying, but also like, so you're saying someone I wouldn't get along with. It's like a character like Ryan Reynolds is his own character. So someone like that. Yeah, who, like, I just don't who's know the many same people. In every movie? 
I just don't know many people like like many actors like that that I wouldn't get along with. You know what I'm saying? Oh, who do you, who yeah, do you think? Sure. Like, what is your? That's true. Yeah, because that's not a lot of people. A lot of people aren't just themselves. Like, kind of. Yeah, like let's Ryan see, Reynolds is a special actors case. Actors who play uh, themselves all the time in every uh, movie. Yes, all right. That's yeah. what we need. <laughs> that's what we need. Uh, let's see themselves and move. And I love that. That's a Google search. Um, Neil Patrick Harris, Bill Murray, David Bowie. <laughs> David Bowie was in Zoolander? Yeah, he was. Was he really? Hey, just in case you didn't know, oh, David Bowie bangs kids. He's a diddler. Yeah, he's uh, a he diddler is a 100% too. diddler. He banged a, he quote unquote deflowered a, f- a 14-year-old girl. Um he's Which uh, I'm pretty sure he didn't because she, I mean, I he had sex with her absolutely and that's like Yeah, but a like child, but I'm pretty sure she deflowered had been with yeah. everybody. Uh well, no, I thought it was after Bowie's when she started getting with all the celebrities. I don't oh. know, but I just know that the story is that she was 14. Um, and she got with David Bowie, and then she started getting with a ton of other celebrities. She was basically passed around the entire celebrity circle uh, while she was which an underage awful. kid. Uh, which, of course, she is not like, she's like, oh, I don't mind it at all. I got to hang out with all these celebrities. I get it, I guess. But also, uh, stop fucking banging kids. Um, Elvis Presley, yeah. David Bowie. It's Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler, yeah. Oh, absolutely Steven Tyler. Uh, you um, know, I, uh, Nikki so- Six from... Motley Crue, I found kid a, banger. A re- <laughs> I found a Reddit thread that is answering or bringing up all the actors that portray in every movie, which I is perfect what I'm looking for. Um, I don't think I would like um, hanging out with Benedict Cumberbatch if he's actually like the character he always plays, mm. where he's like a super prick, very smart asshole guy all the time. That's fair. I, guess. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really want to hang out with him and. There was another one that I saw that I thought would get pretty old. I I don't know what it would be like to hang out with Jeff Goldblum for a long time. I feel like it would make me tired. You know what I mean? Dude, I You're like what are you fucking- I listened to his interview with Conan O'Brien on his podcast and he was like a very like I don't I don't I don't know what I expected him to be like, but he was a very like Weird guy. He, he is was hella weird. weird, and I feel like I would just fucking thrive off that. I'd be like, yeah, man, whatever you're saying, dog. Oh, and um, apparently uh, Tommy Lee Jones is, like, actually his character. Mm. I don't think he'd be very fun to hang out with. No, That's kind of his whole character. He doesn't, <laughs> yeah, he's, his whole character is, like, he's, like, a not a fun guy. Yeah. <laughs> it would be cool to, like, talk to him for a little, because I've seen interviews with him where I'm just like, yeah, Not you're pretty this. dry. Yeah. yeah, you're you're quite dry, and I get it. Like I don't know. He's I, such a pro, though. He would be he would be cool to sit down and like talk to for a while and just be like, like, tell me your life story. But as of like, I don't know. I feel like he could have his fun guy star. Like I love Tommy Lee Jones. He's been in a lot of movies I loved growing up. Uh, but I don't know. I could I could see how it would be like. Eh, you know, yeah, I can take it easy, man. Uh, oh, I guess uh, Jesse Eisenberg probably wouldn't want to hang out with his character. He I just, like Jesse Eisenberg. I, would, I like, like a, him as an actor yeah. for sure, and the character he does. But I wouldn't want like nah. I wouldn't want. He hang seems out. like a nervous guy, and I don't know. I thrive around people who give off that nervous guy energy because I'm like, don't worry, dog. I got you. It's That's all true. good. I get, I'll I, fucking I totally take care get of you. That. Oh, like, Steven Seagal, perfect answer. Oh, dude, Steven I, Seagal. I would kill he's myself awful. if I had to hang out with Steven uh, he's Seagal. He's awful, it, and I love. I it. would like just prod him. One all of my the yeah, time. one of my favorite things is reading like bad Steven Seagal movie reviews where it's oh, like yeah. he doesn't move the entire time. Like he doesn't. They literally he doesn't stand up yeah. the, his entire movies. And my favorite thing is in his action movies. Yeah, you you never took that photo. I need to take you can it. take that. Yeah. yeah, I'll just take another one. I'll take one right now. Where's my camera? 
Uh, I don't know. Dude, what the fuck? Where's on the floor, probably, somewhere. Oh, wait, or? no, I think it's right here. It's under all my it's under some scraps. Um, my favorite thing hold on. in my Steven, in Steven Seagal movies is when he's holding a rifle and he's, like, clearing corners, yeah. and he just switches hands on <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's just like, dude, who, like, does, who does that? Like, nobody does that, you dumb, when you, stupid when idiot. When you are within five pe- feet of someone who can shoot you, you should definitely take both of your hands off of the trigger. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and switch never, sides. Yeah, not yeah. hold the gun at all. Steven Seagal's such a... Uh, I just want to make fun of him. Like I that. do, too. And it, it, Steven Seagal is, like, that energy of, like... Stolen valor. Stolen valor. Valor and also like I was like I know he's a black belt, but he seems like the guy in like karate Rex movies. Wando. Where, where yeah, and yeah. also in karate movies where he's like, oh, this was my sensei's old protege, and then he took the dark side and stopped being good, so that he never finished the course. Yeah, and then the good guy finished the course and kicks his ass. Steven Seagal just oozes that bad, bad guy, guy energy. Yeah, does. it's so bad. It's so what bad. a weird specific Dude, insult I, to Steven Seagal. <laughs> I can't explain it. You didn't it. finish your karate training. Yeah, I can't explain. It's like in Kill Bill where she, where um, Kiddo goes and like finishes the training, and then Bill. Had went through the training but never finished it yeah, because he was yeah. a baddie. He was a there bad was, guy. Um, it makes me think of like when um, Steven Seagal like is supposedly a sheriff and like they've done raids and shit. And I'm like, what? Do you imagine the? I would be so fucking mad if yeah. I'm like cuffed on the floor and I look up and Steven Seagal is there. I'm like, what? Steven the Seagal f- is just like, Steven the yeah. Fuck out Steven of my- Seagal is just heavily breathing. <laughs> 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 while looking at him. He's, he's like, I just walked sweating. from the APC to this room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, he wasn't a part of the initial raid. No, they came in, and then he just showed up for a photo op. Uh, Rhea and we were talking so much today is because we don't really have very long things to start. Yeah, no, not at all. I have like going first? two and a half remember? pages. Uh, what did we cover last time? We covered ships. You went first I went first. Time. You were going yeah, first. Um, so it's me. Um, okay, cool. I'm going to be talking about the Denora Death Fog of 1948. Sounds like a Yu-Gi-Oh card. Yeah, it does. Denora Death Fog. So, our story takes us to Denora, Pennsylvania. Shout out, represent. Um, We're huge in Pennsylvania Yeah, we're huge in Pennsylvania for for some reason. (laughs) So, uh, it's just five days before Halloween, and people are just fucking vibing. They're having their annual Halloween parade. The Denora Dragons are laying their routine for playing their... I don't know why I said Ling. It's probably because my nails. It's hard to type. Um, Playing their routine (laughs) Friday night football game, and everyone is, like, just straight up having a great time. So, um, also, I got most of this... From the Smithsonian Mag because they've got some fucking fire, boy. They do. If you ever want some good information, go to the Smithsonian they Mag. They do, yeah. They are fucking I, heat. Almost all my stuff at least looks at one yeah. of those articles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, oh, that was good. Oh, that was good. Um, I hope they heard that, me popping my oh, mag. Oh, be That'd be tight. Yeah. Um, anyways, so... That was good. Yeah. Um, so anyways, everyone's having a fucking dazzle of a time. And uh, this is until Denora and the nearby village of Webster is just fucking blanketed by this nearly impenetrable haze. Um, the it, like you can't see five feet in front of you. The people at the parade couldn't see at I all. I read the Stephen um, King book. Yeah, right. And so uh, we actually watched the Mist not too long ago. They never Great seen it. Movie. It was fucking. I like. I forgot Great. how good it was. Yeah. Uh, it it just. It, Spoiler alert, it fucking kills his whole family and the rescue arrives. Like, the God book damn ending, it. Dude. Yeah, really? Stephen King was like, What dude, was the book ending? The book ending is uh, the. Oh, yeah. So 
he takes the boy with him. Most of the movie happens pretty much the same way, but at the end they leave. They take the boy with them in the car and, like, maybe a woman, and then they go uh, sleep in a house for a bit and then get in their car, and he's driving and driving, and the radio is totally silent as he's, like, scanning through it, and then he hears, like, one blip. And that's the end of the book. Really? Yeah. No shit. Yeah. I thought I thought the book ended the same way. No. Cause I was like, that's a Stephen, Stephen King, King specific, thing to do. No, not even. Stephen yeah. King is famous for having, as someone with Stephen King tattoos, he's famous for not knowing how to end a book. Because he just he was he's like just that was one way cocaine the entire Most time, of the time. Just fucking. He, he goes where the story a takes him, and yeah. then he's like, well, how do I? End I guess this? you can't end a story that took me here. Yeah. So. <laughs> there <laughs> it is. There's one story. One of his longest books. I won't say which one, so it's not a spoiler. But it's like a thousand pages, yeah. right? And the enemy that they've been fighting has been doing all this insidious shit, and for ages and ages, right? And it ends with like a lightning bolt striking a nuclear bomb, and it explodes into like a, f- a fist shape, and that's how it c- he dies. And I was really? like, <laughs> "Hold on, mute us real quick. I want you to tell oh. me the name of this book." Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. The yeah, and I remember reading it and I never like really need to reread a page, but I was like maybe I missed something. <laughs> I got to go back. I don't I don't think that could be right that he just it's just like that, right? Oh, that was close. That everywhere. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, that's but, hilarious. I didn't know that wasn't dude, the actual ending cuz No, it, yeah, he and he said the one in the movie's way better. He's like you nailed it. Yeah, that's Which is cool. I, I would be fucking is, stoked if Steve was, like, was like, good, good job, kid, better yeah. than mine. And I'd be like, I'm sorry, you're a professional storyteller. Who directed The Mist? Oh, uh, um, I think it's that? Frank Darabont. Is it? That was, because The Mist, dude, uh, The Mist is a great movie. Like, that scene, and I know, we could, we just need it to- It is! We just yeah! need to start, we need to start a movie podcast, because, like, honestly, I feel like, once, once, okay, this is the plan. Once I start my true crime podcast, that's going to get us big. That's okay. gonna. That's is what's gonna put right. us on the map. True crime podcast, which you won't do with me, but you could. Uh, gonna put us on the map. It's gonna be good, and then that's gonna fund all our other podcast initiatives. I'm going the my favorite murder route, where you get big off a of true crime podcast, start a podcast network, and then just make all the podcasts you want because it's we'll, your job we'll, now. We'll sponsor like six other people's podcasts, and we'll be on a permanent rotation of guests, so we can talk exactly. about different things. Exactly. All the time. So, Genius. and that's exactly what my favorite murder does. They started. It's crazy. I don't know if we've talked about this, but it's crazy how so. big their podcast got because by like season, by like episode 40, they were like doing a tour, like and everything like that. And I was like, oh my God, dude, true crime podcasts so are we're in a the little hot bit right now. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah. Though. Okay. All right. Mm. We've only done like 78 episodes. Yeah. Something like that. So, um, but yeah, that's uh, that movie is crazy. If you haven't seen it, watch The Mist. If you, it's oh, been forever. Yeah. How many years has that been out? Uh, two thousand and seven. Two thousand and seven. That scene where the fucking tentacles rip that dude's. Oh, it's pretty creepy. Goddamn. Yeah. It, something about giant bugs scare the fuck out of dude, me. Like I don't like. Scariest. I don't mind bugs at all, but like something that's like a giant bug that's like like a wasp, dude. I would. It's because they bugs are aliens, and when they're big, you're, they're like aliens. Yeah, they're a hundred percent aliens. Yeah, because yeah, okay. like uh, I'm really a not praying mantis the size uh, of like, like a giraffe is like like an ultimate. Like nightmare. I said before, the Elden Ring. Levels where it's the giant ants and shit. Giant ants would scare the fuck out of me. I hated it. They've got, like, exoskeletons and shit, dude. No, 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 no. no. I'm good. We're getting off topic. Who gives a fuck? (laughs) Um, It's my fucking podcast. I want to know what happens with the mist. Um, The fog. So, where was I? Oh, yeah, so um, the people at the parade couldn't see five feet in front of them. 
And the little sports ball players had to run the ball for every play because they couldn't see shit. They couldn't see far enough to throw the ball to anybody. So <laughs> what are they going to do this pass? Or yeah, this? <laughs> I think they're going to run. Yeah. So obviously this starts freaking people the fuck out because this shit just ain't right. Um, ribbon sick clouds. How long does this go on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jesus. <God>. <laughs> um, <laughs> I exhale my vape in my etiquette. <laughs> So, um, scared residents begin calling local doctors to report difficulty of breathing, stuff like that. And, like, even so, well, the main doctor, I, I'm this is a small town. I'm going to assume that this is one of the only doctors in town. Dr. William Rongus, Rongus, I don't really know, it's R O N G A U S, um, who is a motherfucking G, picks up a lantern and begins leading the town's ambulance by foot through the fog. Uh, fog-laden streets because the ambulance can't see in front of them. God so damn. he's just holding a Wait, lantern. Oh, 47, you said? What? I'm sorry. What? The year? 1947? Uh, yeah, 48. Oh, 48. Okay. Um, so he's just walking through the streets with his lantern so the ambulance can follow him, you know, fucking breathing in this fucking fog and shit. So um, on September, on September, oh, hold on. Saturday. I, I was saying September because of I, my brain, and then it says October 30th, and I was like, how is that possible? <laughs> uh, on Saturday of October 30th, the first death occurs around 2 a.m. Within a few minutes, 19 more people from Denora and Webster drop dead, and funeral what? homes... Yeah, funeral Just homes... Dropping down? Down, skis, Oh, my dude. God. Funeral homes, funeral homes had run out of caskets, and floors had run out of flowers. The hospitals became flooded with patients gasping for air, while hundreds of others had severe respiratory or cardiac conditions uh, and were advised to evacuate the city. Speaking of funeral homes, I also watched VHS 93, the new one. Um, you ever watch the VHS movies? No, they're, oh, they're corny. No, they're, no. They're, I like them, but isn't they're, that kind of the ring style? Of it's movie? it's found footage, but it's like they're they're kind of supposed to be a little corny. But I think they're good movies. I like them. The ninety three one was interesting. They had this one about a funeral home where the 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 girl gets like the girl's doing this guy's wake, and she's the only one there. And then this random guy shows up, says some shit in Latin, and then the corpse he leaves and chains the door, and the corpse comes alive. But they did this really cool special effect, and a lot of it's practical effects, which I think is great. Oh. Uh, like there's a really corny one because it's like a bunch of different short horror films in one story. Um, but uh, there was this really corny one about a doctor, uh, a Philippine doctor who was putting machine parts on people. But the 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 funeral home one was cool because they did all practical effects. So like his half his head is gone. And he's like a zombie walking around without half a head. It just looks really cool. Oh, I don't nice. know how they did it, but it was super cool. Um, highly recommend it. You got to go into it being like, this is going to kind of suck. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, blah, 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 blah. Funeral homes around the caskets, floors around the flowers. The hospitals became flooded with patients gasping for air while hundreds of, ha hundreds of others had re severe respiratory or cardiac conditions and were advised to evacuate the city. Um, this was all going on in a single day, and finally on midday Sunday, and a, a real hearty rain came through uh, the area, and it dissipated the fog. Finally, so the fog hadn't—if the fog hadn't lifted when it did, Doctor Rongus believed that quote the casualty list would have been a thousand instead of twenty. Um, this was the worst air pollution disaster in U.S. history and jump-started the fields of environmental and public health. Fucking classic. Yeah, it drew attention to the need for industrial regulation and launched a national uh, conversation about pollution. So back in the day, Denora was a small farming community. It sits in a narrow valley with cliff walls rising over 400 feet on either side. So 
you know, it's kind of the oof a train disaster. Like it, it they're in this very oh. small like hole basically, and so um, <clears throat> uh, so they really had no issues with being this little farming town, growing food, raising crops, you know, cattle, all that. That's until around 1902, um, yeah, 1948, uh, sorry. That is around 1902 when the Carnegie Steel Company had installed a factory in the immediate region, and this factory would run dozens of furnaces day and night, um, which is, you know, nothing ever bad came out of factories moving into small towns. Blasting coal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, By 1915... The zinc works began production, and by 1918, the American Steel and Wire Company paid off its first fine for air pollution damage to health. So, by the early a fine, n- yeah, a fine, a slap on the wrist, so dude. Mad. By the early 1920s, tenants and farmers had tried to sue for damages attributed to these two smelter of uh, effluent, less crops, dead livestock, and fruit orchards and soured topsoil. Um, destruction of, uh, why did I write genes? I don't know. G-E-N-E-S. That's a word that I was trying to write, but I guess my, these nails make it so hard. (laughs) Uh, But basically like it, it, they were destroying like houses and shit because of the amount of pollution that was running off from this factory and like destroying their time. Yeah. (laughs) Destruction of genes and houses. What what am I, what was I trying to say here? I can't, I don't know. That's a mystery. Greens? Greens maybe? I don't know. Nah, that doesn't really make any sense. And houses, whatever. But of course the big zinc corporations did what big corporations always do and rebuffed with a very lengthy legal process so they couldn't pursue it any further because it was taking too Long, Remember, this expensive. is what libertarians fight every day yeah. for. Yeah, they want this to they happen. Want, they think that despite this story, yeah. despite this happening a million times over, that if we let companies decide how much they want to take care of the environment, they won't just kill everyone around them. Yeah, and then if you know what, if America needs anything, it's unregulated capitalism. <laughs> <laughs> haven't had enough yeah. of that. <laughs> um, so... Uh, they rebuffed with the lengthy legal proceedings. Even though people were concerned with the smoke pouring out of the factories, most couldn't do anything about it as most of the 14,000 population was employed by the very same mills. Dude. So when the fog incident happened, the mill bosses scrambled to find someone or someone something else to blame. So when the first investigators tasked with looking into the incident arrived into town, they were promptly run out of town by people wielding handguns. Uh, due to the fact that majority of the town's council worked in executive positions at the mill. Uh, but surprisingly, everyone did agree that they kind of needed answers on what happened to prevent this from happening again. Uh, so in the coming weeks, uh, the Denora Borough Council, the United Steelworkers, the American Steel and Wire, and even the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania called upon the old federales to launch an investigation led by the U.S. Public Health Service. Mm. So this was at the time when state investigators were very friendly with these big industry guys so they always got away with stuff like this i mean it's and forever yeah <laughs> yeah and, and denora was like well fuck the, that let's get the feds in here and you know even though there wasn't a huge power the the public health service didn't have a lot of power at this time they still wanted some answers on what was happening so the feds sent over around 25 uh, investigative boys to denora and webster to see what the fuck was up kyle and they took a health survey from residents, and they inspected crops and livestock. They measured different sources of air pollution, and they also monitored the wind speed and the meteorological conditions. And they found 
that more than 5,000 of the 14,000 locals had experienced symptoms ranging from moderate to severe. And that the the American Steel and Wire Plant and the Denora Zinc Works emitted a combination of poisonous gases, heavy metals, and fine particulate matter. I mean... why? Like I what? Know. What? I have no clue. Was yeah. it, I'm. You know what I mean? Like, did they that day decide to burn worse stuff? Well, I think. Or it, I think it, it, the weather. I made, think it might be one. It might be an accumulation of this, and also the weather did play. A, a uh, so toll. okay, okay. <clears throat> so, like the Ufa train disaster, where it so was, basically, it could have been like that any day. Any day, yeah. Holy shit! So uh, a preliminary report was released October of 1949 with inconclusive results. Rather than say, yeah, yeah. Uh, we could yeah, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> no Rather idea. than singling out the mills and the shit they produce, the researchers said some shit like, "Oh, it was the mills pollution, but also the temperature trapped the smog in the valley for days because there was cold air on top under a blanket of hot air, and other sources of pollution like riverboat traffic and." Citizens using coal heaters in their oh homes. Oh my god! It was the fucking mills, That's bro. Insane. Like, dude. I mean, and they're basically, you know, from your summary of it, saying what I was saying. Eh, it could happen any other yeah, day. Exactly. It was just today sucks. So, that is so bad. The the uh, which is fucking is you know obviously bullshit. The townspeople were like, nobody else in this area who experienced the same weather experienced a high casualty event so yeah uh, one of these things oh yeah right (laughs) um yeah so um experts basically like it was so bad that like with these people who like like uh had symptoms like the what i mentioned earlier to the moderate to severe experts who were examining them would look at their x-rays and say it looked like they survived poison gas warfare oh Um, yeah their lungs were that bad um, so, um, it didn't, yeah, so people like, yo, uh, people in the area, other places in the area that have a town like ours didn't experience a high casualty event that day. And, uh, one resident saying in a letter to the Pennsylvania's governor that there is something in the zinc works causing these deaths and they, they wouldn't want, and she said they, she doesn't want men to lose their jobs, but life is more important than your job. Uh, others who were furious with the investigation filed lawsuits against the American Steel and Wire Company, and in response, the company said it's. <laughs> in response, the company said in its initial explanation that this event was an act of God. Uh, <laughs> you know, gotta blame God for oh, it. There you go. When yeah. all else fails, God's like, "What the fuck? Yeah, like, that wasn't me, bro." Um, so in the end, there was a settlement, and it's funny because I couldn't see what they paid out because there was a fucking ad in the way like there was the space for the ad and then it the the graphic for the ad went a little bit below that space and just covered up the settlement part amazing like okay cool love it thanks smithsonian mag um but no further uh uh, no further research was done and in the in the wow yeah in the following years but uh a 1961 study did find that the cancer rate and cardiovascular disease in denora from 1948 to 1957, was significantly elevated. Uh, it's believed in the months and years after the incident, there were likely thousands more deaths that no one officially attributed to the fog incident. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah that's what of I course, was thinking. Yeah. I was like, um, you know, if this fucking weird weather thing happens over, like, uh, one random little valley where one family is yeah. and they all just died, like, no one would ever yeah, exactly. put those two and two uh-huh. together. So, what a beautiful time for capitalism. 
We love it. So Deborah Davis, the founder of the Environmental Health Trust and the author of When Smoke Ran Like Water, said that most likely... Um, said that most likely possibly thanks to the way our bodies handle particulate matter, uh, which were prevalent in the air at the time of the killer smog, and, and that's what why it caused so many cardiovascular problems, because basically what, what our bodies do when we inhale matter that small is that they slip into our bloodstream and it increases the viscosity of our blood. So that sticky blood oh. increases the chance of heart attack and stroke. Yeah. It makes it thick. So back then when they were only eating like lard and salt. Yeah. yeah. So Davis said the incident did have, did have some positive outcomes like sparking an interest in a new kind of public health research. The nation was alerted to the dangers of air pollution and following the deadly smog, president Truman convened the first national air pollution conference of 1950 Congress fast passed the first clean air act in 1963 and that was much later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's kind of like a domino effect. Like it got people talking about it. It got the convention started and you know, it just kind of snowballed from there and progress continued as Nixon created the EPA in the 1970s. And, uh, we, they just kept advancing our efforts to clean up air pollution and everyone was great. And then the Supreme Court. Uh, and we're good. Yeah. EPA. Fucking now psych, it's, now bro. Now going back to yeah, the good old Literally day. everything this destroyed. Is, this is when, when they wanted to make America great again, they literally mean this time period. Yeah. The 40s this, to yeah, the 50s. Yeah. This is what they want. Which was great for no one unless you were a white man. Who didn't yeah. live anywhere near the destruction of the society exactly. that they were endorsing. I love people who are like, man, I was born in a riot, wrong time period uh, yeah you should have been born 200 yeah. years from now so yeah i didn't have to meet you fuck yeah the and, fuck and they're up. usually like a straight white dude um um so i get the aesthetic of it i guess we we always that. i like how many stories we have that have like a um like a message or like an effect you know what i mean yeah, like, yeah. a lot of them do kind of mark a big change for a long time um except for a fire festival uh, yeah, that didn't do nothing no, for anybody. That was just a stupid disaster. I figured out what I was going to cover next. After we do our Lucy, I'm going to do a, another festival. I found a good one that was also a disaster. What other festival was also a disaster? I don't want to spoil it. Oh, okay, I guess. I, I mean, guess. I'm doing Woodstock 99. It went really Oh, bad. Oh, yeah, 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 okay. Yeah. Educators no longer needed a college degree to begin teaching in Arizona. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Arizona is a waste. Bro, god damn. <gasps> Um, so I am covering Arizona number in education. Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, I'm covering something weird. I got my sources from the Irish times. All that's interesting. Uh, another website called rare Irish stuff. Ireland's own. This is going to be about Ireland. Okay. Spoilers. Uh, rank 47. <laughs> 47. That's because nobody wants to fucking... So the whole reason they pass those bills is because they don't want to pay anybody. Yeah. And the turnover is too high, so they're like, we'll just get more people who are worth their job who will quit more. We can That's pay them so less. so dumb. I hate I, it here. It, yeah, fuck them. I can't. Just don't move to Arizona. Yeah. Pretty avoidable. Yeah, why would anyone want to live there anyways? The place is a shithole. So uh, this week is bringing us to Dublin, Ireland in the year... 1875. Capital of the world for whiskey production, Ireland had over 25 distilleries in its borders, with Dublin holding several of the largest distilleries in the world that together produced over 10 million gallons per year of the wildly um, popular spirit. Nice. This is literally the height of Irish whiskey popularity for the next 100 years or so. Um, and I was just going to give a little bit of background context for like what's happening in Ireland. It's not very many 
bullet points. This was uh, also post-potato famine, which saw nearly half of Ireland's population die or flee over the next 40 years. Nice. And this is also the time that Ireland was bitterly battling the English for control over their land, be it actual physical insurrections or spearheading legislative efforts. Um, it's not really like a fract- uh, war back then. It was like kind of this fractious, widespread effort. But takeaway is Ireland had a lot of whiskey, and also many people were economically disadvantaged along with everything that that encompasses. Okay. Hard nice. times. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. British being the British. So anyway, it's 8 p.m. on a June 18th, 1875, and we always know something cool is going to happen when we say the time the and date, date, baby. And um, oh, alarm. Hey, podcast got accepted to Amazon Music. Oh. I don't know how we weren't there already. Hell but, yeah. Yeah, cool, cool. Uh, uh, the alarm is raised when, as locals hear the squeal of pigs stored near a fire that is emerging at uh, Malone's Malt House and a warehouse where 5,000 barrels or 265,000 gallons of whiskey and other spirits are stored. Goddamn. Predictably, the fire spread very quickly. Uh, it lit up the night sky in a conflagration that could be seen across all of town. And once it spread to the warehouse, many of the casks exploded from the rising pressure, spilling their contents in a fiery river of lava that spread through the streets. Nice. The fire then caught a tannery on on fire, which uh, was where they produced leather and made a disgusting... Acrid smoke fill uh, the chaotic scene. Nice. nice. Uh, I found this guy called Story Map Dublin, uh, or it's a YouTube channel um, that had like a few different people. But he, this one guy, did a good little video about this incident. Check him out on YouTube. Um, but he also talked about a family that was having a, a wake at, at a house nearby that had to run out with the fucking body to to flee the fire. Damn. And, like, and people and livestock are running around everywhere. Like, the animals are stored by, they just let them out. And so they're just running loose in the streets. I mean, what else are you going to do? A, there's a whiskey fire lava yeah, river. Fucking a- whiskey Animals lava and people river. and, and uh, invalids are spr- doing their best, crawling away from this fire. It's a fucking insane disaster. Um, people, yeah, and at this point, a two-foot-wide, six-inch-deep river of whiskey is flowing down shit. Uh, over 400 meters of Mill Street. I don't know why I combined units like yeah, that. Yeah, that's it happens. Um, like a deadly lava flow. Damn, that's great. So, I, I could not imagine the smell no, in this situation. Dude, yeah. So, that's when Captain James Robert Ingram shows up to the scene with the Dublin Fire Brigade. Nice. Uh, Dublin's fire service is only about... Is it Dublin? 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 Am I saying it right? I say Dublin. Doesn't it sound wrong? Oh, it's not Dublin, so I mean, what else are, they, what else are you going to call it? Uh, yeah, you're right. Uh, anyway, their fire service is only about 13 years old at this point, established after a devastating series of fires in the 1850s and 60s. Uh, Captain Ingram was chosen to head this division as he'd spent his early career in the famously flammable streets of New York City <laughs> in the early volunteer fire departments, as we know to be gangs, nice. in lower Manhattan. Ingram had established himself as a wild pioneer of the firefighting art and was known well in the town. Uh, in one famous incident, the ship was burning as it was approaching the harbor. And they were like, how are we going to put out this fire? And people were just like getting ready for the harbor to be yeah, on fire. Yeah, yeah. And he uh, got the Navy to just sink it. Just, <laughs> <laughs> that's like, what, hey, yeah. man, that's one way to do it. He's like, just, just shoot it. Yeah, blow that bitch up. 
Um, so yeah, he was, he was kind of a wild guy and he's a pretty interesting character. Um, that sounds so kind of lit. Ingram knows that he's in a delicate situation. They can't just pour water on the fire as the whiskey would just float and it like gas and it would spread the flames all over the city. Fair. So thinking fast, he sends for soldiers for manpower and orders them to pull up paving stones and start pouring a mixture of gravel and sand on the flowing whiskey. They work quickly, but it doesn't take uh, long to realize there's a lot more whiskey than sand around, and this is not going to cut it to stop the flow. I was like, I kind of like where your head's at. Not a a bad, not a bad idea. I mean, smother the fire. I mean, think about how much liquid that is, though. Like that's true. You know, that's uh, that's just insane amount. Yeah, that's a ridiculous amount. Uh, So thinking fast, he's got a new idea. Uh, All over the town are depots, and the streets are covered in. Horse shit. Nice. Everywhere. Um, so he, uh, it might be manure, it includes other poop, but yeah, you know, but mostly you horse get, shit. You get the idea. And so uh, there's depots of it all over town, and he uh, gets everybody to start fucking carting it over to him, and they just start like packing the street in front of the whiskey flow, like that scene in fucking, I think it was Dante's Inferno, but it might have been Volcano, or Dante's Peak. I always get them mixed up. I can't remember what scene had the lava like advancing through the streets and oh, they had the yeah, concrete yeah, yeah. barriers. I think that was the Tommy Lee Jones volcano. I think one. so. Yeah. yeah. Also, I figured wouldn't. But they're doing shit it with poop. Be flammable. Well, so it was damp, and so no. Okay. No. Yeah. I mean, as soon as it arrived, the the workers shoveled it into the streets to form a shit dam to stop the fire water, right. and as the burning whiskey flowed into the damp shit dam. Uh, it was soaked up and slowly extinguished. Nice. So, uh, and as another note I wrote, I just could not imagine yeah. the fucking smell. Dude, yeah. Of, d- the Risky River Everything, hitting a manure dam. Everything must have smelled so bad. So bad. So bad. Um, so, oh yeah. They've at least contained the flow, but the fire seemed to be making its way to both a maternity hospital and a convent. Okay. Uh, which at this point I had to relook up all if this story was even real because it sounds <laughs> what fucking the fuck? ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I was like, we got to put the poop in the street to stop the fire water from burning our baby hospital in nunnery. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? Jesus Christ. Luckily, the nuns prayed so hard, as one could imagine. Of course, of And course. a fortunate wind turned the fire away, saving them. Of really? course, they thanked God for the miracle that turned the fire to the tenements building there. instead and burned many people's homes <laughs> to the ground. Of course They're like, thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Not thank us. Thank you, God. Not us, God. I appreciate for it. For purging the sinners. Um, the fire was one of the most destructive in Dublin's history, destroying dozens of buildings and paving the streets with shit, and all our animals okay. got out. Nice, nice. And the mayor set up a relief fund for those who'd lost their homes and belongings, raising a few hundred pounds, which back then could have been a lot of money. Yeah, who knows? Um, despite the burning river, the stampedes, the chaos, the poop, and the run-in, not one single person died from the fire or smoke inhalation. No shit. But there were 13 dead. What? Eight men were carried in a comatose state to Meath Hospital, 12 to Jarvis Street Hospital, three to Stevens, and one more to Mercer's Hospital. For what? All 13 men died of alcohol poisoning. Nice. (laughs) Nice, dude. (laughs) As whiskey and spirits and gin and horse shit and firewater and dead bugs and sewer trash and mud and filth flowed down the streets, crowds of people gathered to collect the whiskey that ran in streams that is extremely hot, as it was. No way. Using anything they could find, people came in with cooking pots, ladles, 
their fucking hats. Fuck yeah, They're just dude. collecting street, go, dirty dude. street whiskey as fast as possible. Listen, man, you gotta two do men, what you gotta do. Two men <laughs> had been found comatose with their shoes off as it was apparent that they'd used them to drink the concoction. Dude, fuck yeah, dude. dude. Hell yeah. Both of those dudes died. Dude, hats off to you, buddy. Hats boots off to off you. To yeah, boots guys. off to those guys. A uh, quote from the Irish Times. Uh, some of those hospitalized in the aftermath had better fortune. In the other cases, the patients were treated in the usual way and having recovered with discharge on Saturday morning, perhaps sadder, and it is to be hoped wiser men, says the report. Um, there was also one story of a drunk dog, because it was just drinking the street yeah, water. Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. I was like, would a dog just do that? I don't know. Yeah. Do dogs yeah. like booze? I, I mean, there's videos of people giving beer to their dogs, saying they love it. Something about beer like makes whiskey. more sense. Yeah, yeah whiskey. Like whiskey's a bit much. That'll, like, fry the little dog yeah, nosies. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe, so, well, maybe there's it's a... Irish dogs, dude. They're built different. <laughs> Easy. Built different. <laughs> uh, even one story... I mean, also old-timey back then. They're probably giving their dog anything. Mm-hmm. They could fucking... Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the drunk dog ran into someone's house and attacked them, and they beat it with an iron bar, which I guess is just a household uh, item dude, in 1875. Yeah. You got the, the iron bar. Ran upstairs and out of a third story window and killed itself. Uh, I was like, this what is pandemonium. That's insane. Uh, the the mayor was reportedly amazed that more people hadn't died, uh, and hundreds were cheated in the hospital with purportedly dozens going blind. Oh, my God. Yeah, because if you fucking drink, if it's too fucking Dude. pure, it'd make you go blind. That's a problem. That's a Plus, big... I was wondering if it changed purity or chemical com- composition from being like burned off for a little bit i don't know i, don't I was know wondering either. about that i know a big but thing being mixed with poopy water I don't, poop. yeah i don't i don't fucking know i know a big thing with with the uh, moonshine back in the day was if it wasn't made properly yeah. it'd make you go blind yeah yeah i mean i i thought i was kind of surprised that this wasn't like a more well-known story yeah, yeah that like there's this huge fire that no one is burnt yeah. in <laughs> doesn't drink people yeah. to death in alcohol the poisoning dude hell uh, yeah uh it's a fucking pretty funny story um I just I love the dudes taking their boots off. Yeah, they're like we got. They're like, what would make this concoction yeah, more disgusting? What, These it, boots that I haven't taken off in six years. What are what do we need to gather this whiskey? And there's literally not a bucket around, so you just take your boots off. I guess. All right, man. Uh, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> do do what you that want, ain't buddy. Me. Yeah, <laughs> couldn't be me, but uh, I'll drink drink whiskey out of a dirty. One boot. time I smoked. This like full half of a joint that a jazz singer, a jazz musician dropped right before he went to perform. Nice. So I don't really think I'm that much better than the street yeah, water drinkers. I, dude, I don't know, but drinking whiskey on the street and also drinking it after it's been uh, filtered through manure, <sighs> I feel like I wouldn't drink that. I'd be like, I, I mean, I guess maybe. I but guess. you know, that's kind of why I went into the, some of the background context because, like, not only is whiskey super, super pop, like this yeah. Irish whiskey is at the highest popularity, but also people are like pretty poor. True, that's fair. I guess that makes sense. You got to get your uh, rocks hands off. on. Yeah, got to get your rocks off any way you fucking want need. You know, I, I was mean, talking to my friend yesterday who was talking about their friend, um, like relapsing from uh, alcohol sobriety yeah and she said that he fell off the wagon and i was like so in that expression not drinking is on the wagon yeah and if you're off the wagon 
you're allowed to drink. Yeah. Why? What's the correlation? Why do we only know. drink maybe walking? It's, maybe it's the wagon of sobriety, so and you're, you're so, not on the wagon anymore. I guess. I guess. That's what, that's Why is it I a wagon it. of sobriety? Fuck if I know, dude. I wonder where that saying came from. Um, and I... Uh, was she was like, well, what do you say for that expression? Because I never use that expression. Yeah, because yeah, I think yeah, it's, yeah. I'm like, I just don't understand the concept of it. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I don't know. I guess I'd just say like relapsed or whatever. Yeah, relapsed. But then later she was talking about someone being fucked up on something else. And I was like, they must, I was like, they've been hitting the sauce again. Yeah. And she's like, that's what yeah, you yeah. said. <laughs> I was like, damn <laughs> shit. It is that. I wonder where that expression <laughs> yeah. came from too, dude. Um, It's crazy too. Like, uh, People who are like severe alcoholics, like the links they'll go to, like and those Freaking people, Listerine and dude, shit. Yeah, yeah, like cause there's this That's guy. Brutal. There's this guy that when I worked at my security job, there was this dude who would show up to on campus like randomly. I find him passed out in, like a grass field, um, and he was like, I I think it was like yeah that one. I think it was like he had family that worked there or he might have went there at some time and when he gets super intoxicated, his booze brain just brings him back there as like a safe place. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah no, sad. absolutely. He's a, a, a displaced individual. But anyways, he'd show up. So if he was like too passed out, I'd have to call, you know, EMS to make sure he's fine. But when they would arrive, they would just, like, make sure he wakes up and he's good and send him on his way. And, like, the cop lady was like, yeah, we don't really arrest him because, one, he, if we, you know, if he does, if he goes, he'll die going through withdrawal. So yeah. he, we can't have him do that in the in, jail. In the like, jail. can't withdraw there. We prefer and that he just dies yeah, in the street. Yeah, so it can't be our fault. problem. Yeah. And they were like, oh, yeah, and then when we send him to the hospital, we have to put a note that he needs to be monitored because he'll drink the hand sanitizer in the hospital to get, you know, fucked up. And I was like, God damn. Bro. God damn. That's tough. That's hand tough. sanitizer. Yeah, that's fucking crazy, bro. Ruthless. Absolutely ruthless. But, I'm uh, so glad I never struggled that yeah, like that. Yeah, me neither. I neither. got a little baby wavy stomach that yeah, would turn into same. acid and dissolve my guts if same. I drink like that all the time. Yeah. And I simply don't have the balls for it. Big fucking same. Not at all. I just, I don't like alcohol that much. But if you're fucking so Sober from alcohol, proud of you. Yeah, good for yeah, you. if you're going on that sobriety and if you're journey, not, it, killing it. That's fine. It's, yeah, whatever, man. Do what. Do maybe what, you're not there yet. Maybe you don't want to. Yeah, it, it, things take time. Oops, shit. I things just read this time. book called. Uh, oh shit! I just fucking read it. It was Illusions by Richard Bach. That's what it was, and it was about. Uh, it was like takes place in the like 30s, and Jesus comes back to Earth. And he like doesn't like it, so he just quits and becomes a pilot no. for himself. And like it's supposed to be this kind of like alchemist style, like almost spiritual self help sort of thing. He becomes a pilot, huh? He just flies people around who like because back then people would like pay him a dollar to go fly over the field because they'd never seen it before. Like that's oh, what he really? wants to do with okay. his time. Right, yeah, well, that's it. Must have saved a fortune on gas. Uh, no, probably, oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. He's just flying the plane yeah. himself. It, that's exactly the yeah, yeah that comes up, but. Right. Uh, he's kind of, it has this whole thing where it's just like, basically you don't know anyone, anything and live your life however you want. And I, and I was like, a lot of people like this book was so profound to me. And I was like, I already feel that way. Uh, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I don't really, if people don't want to do shit, whatever shit. I'm I also like, feel whatever. like that's kind of what Jesus would do if he came back today. He'd just be like, this is a fucking shit show. Oh my I God. Just, I, like, Imagine like, cause the people 
who probably want to see him the most would be like MAGA head lunatics yeah. now. And he's like, oh, and I want, fuck. and like part of me wants that to happen. So just so like Jesus can be like, you guys are the worst, like in their face and just crush their dreams. I bet if Jesus came back and told all those people, you're bad. Like you were the baddies. You're not the good ones. How quickly would they turn to Satan? Would they'd be like immediately like that's oh, our guy now. Seriously. That's our guy now. Absolutely. They would. Yeah. Fucking you crazy. watch the boys. No, I haven't yet. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. How many seasons are there? Uh, they just finished season three. Season three, so I mean... You I got, got a time to catch yeah, it. Yeah, I've only got, like, two seasons to watch then. Because I watched the first season and everything like that. It's um, pretty long. I guess... There's something about that reminded me, but I won't spoil it. Yeah, okay. I, I need to watch it. Uh, and then I need to watch the new season of The Umbrella Academy, even though I saw this clip that was, like, the CGI in it for this one scene of this guy doing a backflip was so bad, and I was like, oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, no. Um, that the end of your story? Yeah, it oh, was. Yeah, That's good. it. Uh, interesting. It's just hilarious. Yeah, fucking absolutely interesting. Drinking most street whiskey. God. Street dirty street whiskey. They were down dude. bad. Um, of course, next episode's gonna be a Lucy because we're gonna we're breaking this up into another mega season just so it's not like a million episodes a season yeah. ten, a season or whatever. We're eleven is that what we're on season uh, eleven. Season eleven. Yeah, we're gonna kick it up to season twelve. Yeah, so we'll be doing a Lucy next week. Uh, as always, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, download all that fun stuff. We will see you guys next week. Love you so much. Uh, bye bye.